0: As we approach the end of the year, I always find it rather hilarious when clients that you work with all of a sudden get these ideas that they want to implement before the end of the year, right? Some of them can be literally pulled from their New Year's goals that they haven't even gotten around to at all, but they're like, hey, I said at the beginning, and now I wanna you know stick to my stick to my word and get them done before the year is out other stuff can be completely just spur of the moment like hey wouldn't it be cool you know just in time for the holidays if we did x y and z right a lot of people doing a lot a lot of last minute planning right and because of that i want to kind of give you some tips on how to manage this workload right because the the tr- the the crux of it all is that this is all additional stuff right Uh, It is not the day in, day out, week to week stuff that you're already working on with them. Now, all of a sudden, there's this additional tsunami of work that that you got to take on, right? And, you know, it is rather hilarious. Like towards the end of the year, there just becomes this this holiday rush of just work, you know, and everyone wants it done before the, the, the new year, even though it doesn't technically need to be done. Anyway, I can go on and on about that. But the point being, it's a lot. And we got to have ways to manage this. So number one, planning and prioritizing, right? So, you know, once you kind of know what their overall goals are, like the moment, you know, people start saying like, hey, I would love to do X, Y, and Z, start to, you know, schedule a meeting with them and be like, okay, so let's plan this out. What are you actually trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do? And okay, you know, here's how long each of these things will take. So what are we, you know, what's, Top priority, what's second priority, third priority, whatever the case may be, right? Um, And so that way, the goals and how you get to that finish line is clear to everyone, right? Because oftentimes, you know, especially, you know, if you you look at uh, contracts with, you know, anyone that you work with, generally, like, for example, when I make a pitch deck, um, you know, Armani, who's this graphic designer that I love working with, she'll send me a terms of uh, of work where it'll highlight, you know, how long things will take her, the the benchmarks and, you know, the turnaround time. But it also includes for me of like, okay, she'll send me something by such and such date. And then I have two days to turn around any notes, right? And it's not that I can't take more time, but failing to, you know, if it does take more time, then all of a sudden it pushes back all the other deadlines and I can't be upset if she doesn't deliver on time because I'm at fault, right? So it's making that clear through the planning phase. Uh, Number two, it's communication and expectation management. So this all sort of folds in with planning and prioritization. Having that open dialogue and also being honest, right? Having clear And realistic expectations and saying like, hey, based on everything that you want to get done, we could do three out of these five things. What are they, right? And, you know, saying like, hey, we'll do our best. Like, if we can, maybe we'll get to them. But it's doubtful. So I just want you to know that up front and and so forth. Um, So that way you avoid overcommitting. And that way there's not this all of a sudden... uh, negativity where all of a sudden something that they were expecting to get done isn't done right so communication and, and uh, expectation management is very key along with that is early planning and scheduling and pre-scheduling right so making sure um, you know right now we're sort of coming up on that sort of wave and you know if in hindsight I would have put this out episode a little bit earlier, but even myself, I got caught up in kind of all of this. But yeah, you want to start as much as you can giving yourself lead time, you know? So right now, like start scheduling it, you know, as much as you can. And and so people know of like, hey, here's what I'm going to be able to take on. If you have any additional stuff, like let's talk about it now, you know, so that way things are as smooth as they can be. Um, I oftentimes do this with, uh, you know, whenever I go, let's say on a vacation, which is rare, but, um, you know, generally my vacations are working on projects. But all the same, you know, if, if I know I'm not going to be available for X, Y, and Z time, I'll let, I'll remind people generally, I'll remind people, you know, a month in advance, and I'll kind of remind them each week and, and also give them opportunities to say, like, hey, you know, to ensure uh, a smooth, Uh, version where, where during the time that I'm essentially gone, that all the things still get done. We can, you know, pre-edit, pre-tape, whatever the case may be, but it requires your involvement and stuff like that. And so, um, you know, just kind of thinking ahead, especially based on your client's needs is important and, and help helps make things efficient for both you and, and, and them. Uh, number four, delegation and collaboration, right? Um, Sometimes, you know, there's definitely periods in my life where things get a little bit overwhelming. And so in those moments, I call various people that I trust, that I've worked with in the past, and I say, hey, would you want to be part of this project? You know, um, can you take stuff off my plate? And, you know, I'll cut them into whatever that I'm making as part of that project. Other times, you know, in the planning phase of stuff, when I'm speaking with a client, I'll say, you know, hey, here's what I can take on, uh, but it's also going to require some graphics work. So, you know, that's a separate thing. I could do it, but it'll take me much longer as opposed to, you know, I have these various friends that we could talk to them and it, w- it would take them this much time and it would cost this much. So uh, don't be afraid of of that collaboration delegation because it can be a lifesaver for both you. And, you know, at the end of the day, if... If the client you're working with wants something done, then, you know, uh, to them, the the cost analysis could be, well, yeah, sure, let's pay somebody else as well because I want it done versus not getting it done, right? So, take that into consideration. Uh, number five, time blocking and structured work hours, right? This is um, important for you. So, you know, the planning and stuff like that, that's kind of between you and the client but now as far as time blocking and structured work hours this is an individual thing right this is what you need to implement for yourself focusing uh, the work hours that you have so you maximize productivity and you know yourself better than anyone else or at least that's the theory and so how you structure your day you know when you work best and stuff like that as much as you can control that schedule um, you know really putting the puzzle pieces together so that way you can set yourself up for success rather than failure, right? So um, that's time blocking and structured work hours. Uh, number six, automation tools, right? There are plenty of software tools out there that help speed up a lot of this. And so utilizing them, you know, for stuff that that you can, right? Um, I think it is, very important, right, and you know theres there's definitely times for me where you know I take on seasonal stuff or like one offs and stuff like that where i don't need the software fully, and so what i 'll do is i 'll just get a trial version of something uh, for the time that I need it and then cancel it when i don't right, and so at least i'm paying for it when I need it and not paying for it when i 'm not using it, right, so really consider. The various tools that are available to you that can help speed up your process uh, number seven client management systems right um, all of this really you know having a streamlined process really helps right um, you know so having just even something as simple like do they prefer texts or emails and also knowing like hey let's just keep everything in one email chain or hey we're going to work off this one google doc um or you know we're like there's plenty of um just management softwares out there in general right that that say here's the task and here you know and it lays it out of like what's in progress what got done what's coming up and stuff like that so however that needs to be structured um it's important to sort of for, for everyone involved to have a system so they can kind of clearly see this, um, you know, and this is an implementation of the planning stage. So that way everyone's on the same page of where things are at. And, you know, you don't have to get 800 questions all the time of like, hey, where are we at with this? Oh, by the way, where we're we at with this, blah, blah, blah. Right, they can, you know, people can kind of just reference themselves and that allows everyone to be able to work rather than, you know, have to answer a thousand questions coming at them, right? Number eight, uh, flexible work plans and adaptability, right? Um, You know, there is going to be things that come up that you didn't plan for. And you're going to have to be adaptable in that um, in order to make things work. Now, to the same token, right? When we talk about uh, communication and expectation management, you know, um, things may arise just in general, which prevent certain things from uh, getting completed, right? Um, And so as much as you're gonna have to be flexible and adaptive, you have to also create that expectation for your clients, right? It goes kind of both ways if you're gonna pull off some of this stuff. Number nine, self-care and time off, right? At the end of the day, you know, you being burnt out is not gonna help you and it's certainly not gonna help them. And so knowing you know, how much you are feasibly able to take on versus just because you can, you know, should you. So it ties back to that communication expectation management about having realistic deadlines, you know. Um, In in theory, let's say you could get something done, but, you know, at what cost to you and, you know, will the quality of the rest of the work suffer and so forth? And is that a true long-term solution, Um, especially with, you know, other stuff that might be going on Uh, you know, day-to-day, week-to-week, stuff like that. And so that's where uh, the delegation collaboration aspect comes in where, okay, you know, in order for you to be able to focus um, on, you know, the stuff that you're best at focusing on, can we bring in other people so you're not overloaded, right? Um, So, yeah, you know, just really kind of consider that. And the last thing, once this is all said and done, having a review process, you know, what worked, what could have been improved, and that's very important because, you know, I think we get stuck on this hamster wheel too often times, and it's like, go, 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 and without that looking back, how are you ever going to improve, right, and this is both for yourself, this is for them, to just, you know, I mean, the goal is to always make things smoother, Um, and yeah, I, I do this, a lot, you know, I remember at the end of last year, you know, um, I was sort of really overworked at the end of the year. And I remember, you know, I was like, okay, well, I can't blame anyone else. Um, you know, it was on me, but I what, I, what I did was now at the start of the year, I was like, okay, I'm going to implement blackout dates, which are dates that, you know, I am not working and, you know, we can... Do stuff in advance I can find other people to fill in for me but these are the dates that I'm not working and I created a series of dates that were my blackout dates because that was just important to me right I I, I just couldn't do another you know for me another holiday season where I, I, I was literally working Christmas and stuff like that and you know so that was part of my internal review process but you know I shared that with you know with with the people that I worked on and you know, so far, we've already gone through a couple of the blackout dates and um, people have been respectful of that, you know, and it's just all a matter of figuring it out. And so there's a version of this that is both internal as well as for the collective working process, the post-project review process. So that's kind of an overview of how I would approach this end-of-the-year madness um, As always, you know, you can ask questions, comment down below, or, uh, you know, if you have any other suggestions to add to this, by all means, please do. You know, um, I want this, like, this is an introduction to all these things, but I would love to keep the dialogue going and for us collectively to be able to help each other out. You know, and obviously, you know, I'm talking about the end of the year rush, but I think all these strategies in general apply throughout the year. You know, so it's not just a one and done sort of a solution. So, you know, we can, we can add to it, we can change it up, right? Speaking to the uh, flexible work plans and adaptability, like let's, you know, by, by the sharing of ideas, we can sort of elevate this process for all of us collectively. Um, and of course, you know, each of us works individually in, in some capacity and, and the projects we work on are, you know, similar, but also unique in their own way so there can be a kind of mixing and matching but overall i I did try to make this list to be as whole as possible and applicable for anything and everyone so i hope it does help anyway thank you so much for taking that and tune in i hope to see you next time